Brother, I'm fascinated to hear stories, man, because uh, Big Daz a dog is, um, has given me a little prerequisite. Basically, he just said he's a cool guy, part of Team Spirit, obviously. Um, and was like, he's got some stories. And I was like, I'm always, I'm always full ears to hear some stories, man. So first of all, thank you for sharing your time. Second of all, I apologize. I'm late. And third of all, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's crack on. Um, no, thanks for having me on. It's, um, yeah, it's really good to, to be a part of it. Um, yeah, Daz has big me up, I think, a bit too much. So hopefully I didn't disappoint. Um, but yeah, part of team spirit, um, been doing it for sort of 10 years now started coaching when I was 17 with Daza um, started out as work experience a bit of a funny one I was doing my sort of coaching qualifications in college had to do a work experience placement as part of uh, one of the units had a job placement with a separate sports coaching company and like a week before um, due to start they they pulled out on me and I was oh, like fuck what have I got to do? <laughs> what am I going to do here? What am I going to do? Um, so searching around the internet and stumbled across uh, Team Spirit, applied for a work experience job there, met with Daza three, three days before I was due to start and yeah, got the placement and then sort of the rest is history from there. My friend now a uh, partner in the company going on four years. So yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a journey. Dude, that, that makes uh, it gives me a bit goosebumps, man. It makes my hair stand up, like just hearing somebody, you know, humble beginnings for one, but then mm. just kind of grind through and and meet good people. Obviously, I know Dazza, and I, I think he's worth his weight in gold, man. You know, I'm not going to big him mm. up too much in case he's listening. You know, um, he's going to be <laughs> laughing at me, and especially my accent. You know what I mean? But <laughs> like, what he does is 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 great, and it's. It's got a humble beginning in itself, you know, the the, the whole team spirit brand, you know, and mm. him just like, hey, we got to maybe teach these kids something through physical activity and also make it frigging fun at the end of the day. You know, if, it. it's, if it's not fun, they're not going to do it or they're definitely not going to keep doing it. Um, so I guess for people that have no idea what this whole team spirit is that we keep referencing is, do you want to give it a little bit of a, a lowdown? Yeah, so... Team Spirit is a sports coaching company, but to me, to us, it's more than that. It's a, it's a coaching company. It's about it's about life skills. So we predominantly teach kids, but over the last few years, we've started branch now. We now work in adult care homes as well, working with adults with learning difficulties and physical challenges. So it's, yeah, it's about physical activity but like I say it's about more than that it's about the life skills that we can we can get from sport um and yeah all those transferable skills that we can use in day-to-day -day life it's um yeah we do a range of different things from from your footballs um but and dance and gymnastics tennis but we also do lego clubs we do arts and crafts clubs it's it's using all those different things those tools that we can talk and learn about each other really um and sort of build a community around that so that's what team spirit is in a nutshell really it's awesome man it's such a it's such a great initiative you know what i mean like uh, i mean i'm biased at the end of the day i like i like all you guys <laughs> that that work for the for the business i like the business itself and i've had the uh, pleasure of shadowing a day you know just kind of being a fly on the wall and, and witnessing you guys do your thing and it's 
it's awesome. It really is. But I, 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 I'm fascinated in the concept of exploring alternative ways of learning. Right. Um, I'm pretty dyslexic lad. So my reading isn't the best. I got to, uh, I got to break it down a lot. And usually I'm the one is like, but, uh, but, because, you know, and I'm like, even at 26, you know, it's, it's still a pretty difficult thing for me to get going. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's kind of the cards you dealt. All right. So what are you going to do with that? Are you going to fold every round and we're not going to do anything? Or are you going to get pretty damn skilled at playing those, those cards that you dealt? And I think that's what we need to be able to emphasize to, to especially children, right? It was like, all right, sound little Jimmy. Like you might not be good at catching balls. Like, that's great. First of all, we're going to work on a little bit of hand out eye coordination and we're going to get that. Great. But you might be a fantastic painter. And like, if you're going to end up being the next Picasso or even just expressing yourself through painting and it's going to help you deal with your emotion through that, like, that's awesome. Go do that. You know, I think um, breaking the mold of you're going to be the next Cristiano Ronaldo or Messi or Johnny Wilkinson. And if you're not one of those three, then get out of my class. I think um, the more we can break that mold, the better, man. I think that's it. I think, yeah, 100%. I mean, like, the kids that we, we get thousands of kids through the door, like, week on week. And not all of those kids are going to go on to be the next Cristiano Ronaldo and the next Messi. Some of them don't want to be. They come to our clubs, they come to to see us, to see our coaches. They've got a good bond with us through through schools and the P lessons that we do. And then they come to our school clubs and it might be a football school club, but he or parents as well, working parents, they might drop them off to our after school clubs, use it as childcare, but actually it's not really the sport for them. And it's about us understanding that, yeah, we have our strengths and we have our weaknesses. And yes, we want to better our weaknesses, but can we play even more to our strengths? I'll give you an example. I had a kid on my course um, as a football club and he's he's no footballer and he, he doesn't want to be, but he's a, he's an avid artist. He loves his art. So it's about us as people, us as coaches, then how can we facilitate that? So thought about it, went home and sort of did some research and looked up some different ideas. And basically what we did was we got... Um, some covers to put over his shoes, like the forensic people use. Um, got a ball, got some paint, covered the ball in paint, got some massive sheets of paper out on the playground. And like, he's dribbling the ball around, creating his artwork using football skills, but it's it's art, it's, it's his art. And that's playing to his strengths. There's no point going out there saying you must dribble the ball around these cones. It's not for him. It's not going to be enjoyable. So how can we make it enjoyable? How can we get him active and doing these things, but play to his strengths as well? That's that's so unique and so awesome. I've never heard of anything about like around that. Like that's 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 wicked, man. You know, when you're allowing that child to express themselves. And I think, again, that's another big thing. You know, we like to place them in boxes, right, especially in academic senses. And usually we we have beaten any sense of creativity out of them, metaphorically speaking, of course, um, mm -hmm. by the age of 18. And then it's like, okay, cool. Like, oh, why is everybody the same these days? And everybody's like boring. They only want to do A, B or C. And they've forgotten about the rest of the alphabet. It's like, because you taught them that way? Like yeah. if you don't get A, B or C, you failed. Like yeah. 
how about we look at it, you know, pre the uh, the issue arises, you know, and that's where I got so much admiration for for you guys in the team is because it's the opposite of my forte, for example, quote unquote. I like the 12 to 18, right? And you guys get them before that. You know, I like them during the the messed up ages of the you know, <laughs> juvenile detention orders and the robbing corner shops and stuff. I like it when it's kind of happening, you know, yeah. and, but you guys have got the difficult thing of like, okay, well, if I can foresee an issue occurring with, with this child, whether it's because of their environment or whether it's because of like some sort of innate thing that they've been given, like the, the, the card that they've been given by life, right? How are we able to adapt our coaching in a way to benefit this kid as much as possible? And I think um, that is such a that is such a beautiful thing, man. Like you know, it's it's like being preventative, isn't it? So sort of, yeah, you're you're sort of dealing with at the moment for us. It's how can we give them the tools to be able to deal with that themselves when mm-hmm. they get in that moment? If there isn't someone around them, if there if there isn't a team spirit coach around, if there isn't an Alex around, how can they deal with that themselves? And if we can give them those tools early on, then they're only going to flourish and be better for it. And that's that's in again in a nutshell. That's what Team Spirit's about. It's about making a difference to people, and um, if we, and the whole world's going to be better for that at the end of it. So that's that's what we try to to achieve. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like uh, I bring it up all the time with with uh, people in CrossFit classes or close friends, where we just go out for coffee and just kind of shoot the breeze of like, how about we start to put fires out before they start. You know, like, it's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, if you see something becoming an issue, why don't you just divert rather than just driving straight into it and be like, oh, no, here's another issue arose. And I'm like, yeah, let's prevent it rather than react. You Mm. know, um, I know it kind of contradicts my last point, but I do like it when those uh, the kids are already halfway in that door or down the wrong path, you know, and you're like, all right, you got a T-junction. You know, you're going to go left or right. Left takes you to a four by four cell. Right is difficult and it's winding and it goes left, right and center and it goes up and down and around the houses. But you might be a functioning person in society. And I don't know about you, but I'd like to be labeled that, you know, it's like, oh, you, mm. yeah, you're half decent human being. At least 51% of you is is quote unquote good, you know, and I'm like, great, let's, let's go that way. You know, it's going to be a difficult path. It's going to be a long process, but um, yeah, I think more open-minded coaches and growth-minded coaches and progressive coaches is going to help that, right? Like, you know, you and I as a kid, whether we're seven, 12, 16 in our chosen sports, I'm sure we've seen a lot of coaches that are the, the dictator, right? Where it's like, you, this is the only way. This is the way, like Mandalorian. And uh, it works for about this percent of the people, you know, maybe 5%. And it's great. And then it kind of works for about 15%. And then it doesn't work for the rest. And, you know, if you've got a, a stub toe, I don't think we should amputate our lead from the knee up, you know? That doesn't yeah. really make much sense. How about we learn the the, the children you know, mm-hmm. in front of you and be like, okay, cool. How am I supposed to adapt my communication skills and articulate myself in a way that they're going to be able to comprehend it? That's it. Uh, yeah, I think we do, as coaches, a part of our team, we try to be, we try to have that open m- mindset, that growth mindset ourselves and actually sort of self-reflect and actually 
rather than us put the onus on the child to learn how about we learn about the children and what what we can do to help them we're the adults at the end of the day we should mm -hmm. be able to do that we should have those tools to do that and it's about us imparting our knowledge and giving them the tools to be able to do that when they're further along and i think sometimes there's a lot of sort of expectation of of the kids to you must do this you must do that like you're saying that dictated or actually we need to be the people that are more flexible um and i think like you were saying as well that sort of gets drummed out of us at, at an early age and that's the problem we need to change our mindsets we need to be more open to allow the children of the future to be more open and uh like i say that'll only benefit the whole of society in my view I couldn't agree more, mate. Like I had a, it was actually yesterday I had the conversation of, you know, um, basically there was two examples of one, the extreme in your face, swearing at you, making you do things uh, as a coach. And the other one was like their hairy fairy, everything is excellent, amazing, you know, side of, yes. of coaching. Right. And I was like, in the reality is you need to be in the middle 90% of the time. Like you're quite mm -hmm. liberal. You just, kind of halfway in between and then five percent of the time you need to be on one extreme and five percent of the time you need to be on the other right and i think um when it comes to kids it just adds a a, a more uh, difficult level of complexity in there right um one because the kids you're not going to swear at them right like yeah. that's, that's not going to happen it's a child come on like pull your thumb out we're not in the 1970s um but you've also got to understand their individuality a little bit more and understand that they don't understand their individuality you know they don't know who they are yet you know teenagers they know that, that, who they're not they don't know mm -hmm. who they are but they know who they're not kids no idea like i'm talking single figures right they got no idea so it's like okay great like today jimmy little jimmy as an example whoever is going to be in this state, cool, we're going to adapt from that. Tomorrow, it might be something else. Okay, cool, we're going to mm -hmm. adapt to that. And it's like, it's always changing. It's this like organic game of chess, mm -hmm. you know, and there's 30 kids, 20 kids, five kids in front of you. And you're like, okay. And then we have to add the complexity of we change. You know, we might have had a stressful mm -hmm. day at work or you've gone through a breakup or your uh, car broke down or something right you've had some bad news your cat got run over or whatever and it's like all right well you need to um then acknowledge you're going to change and then adapt it and it's just this weird you know the way i like to think about it is harry potter you know the stairs move yes and you're like halfway up the stairs and it just moves another staircase is just moving all the time you're like guys how are we supposed to get to the top of this frigging thing that's the way I think about coaching. I was like, everything is changing all the time. And I'm like, okay, where's the next step? You know, and let's let's focus on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. It's uh that's that's why we love what we do. For us, it's ever changing. It's 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 uh no day's ever the same. You're always thrown with a new challenge, a new curveball and like I say, that's where the growth mindset comes in and goes, Okay, right, how do I deal with this one? And you come, like you were saying, you have your own challenging moments and it's just finding a way of sort of being able to park that to one side and go and actually, okay, right, let's explore your challenge together. And actually that might be able to help me with my challenge as well. It's about helping each other. 
I think like one of the things that I've learned through my sort of years of exp- of working with kids and, and other people is actually there's there's plenty of good ideas out there from everyone. Um, and you can learn from everyone. It doesn't matter what age, like we work with four-year-olds. And I think sometimes just their mindset of that carefree nature. And I've taken that for myself. And actually, is that important today? No, it's not important. Uh, like there's there's plenty more things that are important in the world and you can take something from everybody and it's just being open enough to to sort of receive that as well 100% man I have the humility to receive it as well right like Mm. you know I'll say it all the time of like if I'm at the front of a class and I got 12 people you know most mostly they're just going to learn from one person yes they're learning from each other but um, a lot of people just kind of gaze towards the coach, right? Naturally speaking, I'm learning from 12 people. You know, they're learning from one. Yeah. And um, if you're open enough and kind of humble enough to be like, okay, well, I could have done this one better. Or I said something and they, uh, like the, the little look in their eyes turned a little bit negative rather than positive. I was like, okay, then I need to adapt myself there. Or the joke was misplaced or something like that, right? And it's like, okay, yeah. well, these kids, these young adults, these adults, these elderly population, whatever, whoever is in front of you, they're teaching you so much. And I think that is a really, really important point for coaches, man, you know, because you might come in, you might know a little bit more than them in that environment. You might know a little bit more than them about football or, you know, teaching how to air squat or something like that, or metabolic pathways. Great. Well done. You know, we can all read a textbook and uh, apply it in a, in a practical sense. But at the end of the day, like they're going to know more in different rooms, you know, so Mm -hmm. we can, we can learn from that. You know, we can do what we're trying to do. We teach them life through the medium of fitness. We can Mm -hmm. learn through the medium of fitness. We're just at the front. yeah absolutely it's it's yeah it, it's 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 different perspectives isn't it they they you've i've been on my own journey i've got all the experiences that i can pull on but every person has their own journey every person has their own experiences they have their own views opinions and they're all made up of of those experiences of their upbringing and things like that and i haven't experienced those so how can i how can i take it well the only way i can take it is by observing by listening to those people and it doesn't matter who they are how old they are male female whatever you can take something from from everybody there is something to learn from everybody and yeah you just have to be the person that is observing listening and and probing as well asking the right questions but you, it, it's a skill it is a skill and yeah. no one's no one's perfect at it but yeah you've just got to be open enough and and ready for those opportunities to take yeah for sure information i completely agree you know like asking the right question at the right time or asking another question is a skill set in itself right like a lot of the time when we want to jump okay next thing next thing next thing we're oh no i gotta rush through my lesson plan it's like guys just take a second if you don't get through everything guess what it's okay you know, like nobody's going to die at the end of the day. It's all right. Like you didn't do the fifth football drill at how to curve a ball to the top left-hand corner. Great. Like, but you did 
four of them, three of them, two of them, you developed a relationship with 12 more kids, like in with another layer, you know, rather than just kind of like surface level, like you've actually understood a little bit more who this child is, who this adult is, who this young adult is, you know? And I think that's more important than the, the fitness itself. Like I think, um, the fitness industry is quite cool because it's like a black box, right? We know the input and the output kind of sorts itself out and it's desirable, you know, but the, the little mechanism in the middle is we don't really need to know, you know, we, uh, we just focus on the input and guess what? Like things kind of work out the right way. You know, it's like, Oh, well we move better. We care about the people and work hard. And I was like, Oh, do we really need to know? everything that goes on inside someone's psyche and maybe I'm going to leave that to the psychologists and then same mm-hmm. with physiologists with the, with the body and the biologists and stuff. I was like, great, crack on. You can sit in a lab for hours upon hours and figure stuff out. And I'm going to reference you and I'm going to ask you questions as well. But, you know, if we just kind of care about the people a little bit more, focus on the input, you know, give, make them essentially make them like, move a little bit better mm-hmm. the output kind of works itself out like the kids are smart the adults are smart they end up helping their lives you know the the way they walk to school is better the way they they talk to their parents is better and it's all taught mm-hmm. through fitness you know and i think it's yeah. um it's so special man like i think more people need to be able to experience it but i think um more people need to be able to experience it in different mediums, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're physical creatures. We all need to move. Great. But not everybody needs to play football. Not everybody needs to do Olympic weightlifting. Not everybody needs to do Zumba swimming uh, or be a competitive athlete. Right. And I, I really love that example of, well, two examples you said, one is the painting. um, And two is uh, Lego, you know, like some sort of creativity, man. I think everybody needs, I really do, and I think it's uh, I think it's so important. I, it allows you yeah. to free yourself from those shackles that we put ourselves in, right? Absolutely, yeah. I think such another point you were saying earlier is like session plans and getting from one to f- stage one to five. Very like I'll go into a session with a plan in place. Very rarely do I do I stick to that plan sort of after five, 10 minutes, you get a feel for the group and the plan goes out the window and you go, actually, none of that's going to work today. There's 90% of the time that happens and you, you have to be creative. You have to think on your feet and go, okay, right. That's not going to work right now. I need to think of something else. So you need to be creative things like the Lego sessions and things like that. They, they help to, to sort of get that creativity out of them at a young age and hopefully that can continue in the, with them. Um, and we were talking about like uh, sort of input and output. And yes, to me, we we could go in there and we could absolutely smash session and we could build the next Ronaldo, the next Messi. But things like at the end of the session, we'll get everyone it's the kid's responsibility as well as the coaches to pack away. And then little Johnny comes in next week and he tells me, oh, by the way, I'll help my mum do the dishwasher and helped her do that. That's more to me than creating the next Ronaldo or Messi. There's coaches out there to do that, but us at Team Spirit, it's more about building the person. Um, And yeah, that story of them making their bed or 
or yeah, helping with the dishes or helping with the cooking. It, it's more than it's more than creating an athlete. Hundred percent, mate. I think athlete is, uh, you know, commonly solely connected to a moving and sport mm. and performance. But an athlete is a mindset, you know, and you turn up on time, you get your work done, you try as hard as you can, but by you leave on, you leave late, you know, that's an athlete. Okay, great. But what are they doing when they get home? Are they eating mm. well? Are they like, are they saying yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am to their mom or the grammar or are they asking how they're doing? Are they asking, you know, loading the dishwasher, cleaning the plates, you know, not just chucking stuff on the floor and expecting other people to wipe their ass. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. Like, if you can do it on the pitch, mate, you can do it at home. You mm -hmm. know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And I think it's, um, I think it helps. I think it helps kids. It, it burns a lot of excess energy. You know, we you could dive into the diet and saying, you know, Blood sugar levels is crazy and kids are getting hold of caffeine at an earlier age. And, you know, I'm someone that has about a million coffees a day, but I didn't touch it until I was 18, you know. But there's like 12-year-olds coming to school. Bearing in mind, it's like 30, 8.30 in the morning. They're walking to school with an energy drink. Yeah. You know, you're like, wait, you're you're 12. What do you, what do you need caffeine for, mate? Like, what <laughs> All you got to do is six hours of work. And really, it's not six hours. It's four with some breaks in between. And yeah. an hour of that is running around playing games, yeah. you know, and then you go home to play games. And it's like, why do you need that? I'm tired. And it's just like, okay, well, lifestyle factors are getting dropped and we need to we need to work on that. That's great. But um, I think it's, yeah, it's the mindset of the athlete. And you guys are doing a perfect job, man. Like, well... Yeah. Perfect is, uh, I don't think anything's perfect, but I think um, you're doing such an amazing job because you're so humble. You know, you see the inner workings, go to dad's house, talk to the family, just spend, hang out, talk to the um, talk to the coaches, see the inner workings of mm -hmm. like, how can we get better? We get better. Not like, this is how I want you to get better or how do you make me better so I can be better than you. It's like, no, 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 no. We we do it. Team spirit, team we. Yeah. Cool. Team spirit is, uh, we spoke about it a lot and sort of our culture and what it means to us. And team spirit to us is, is, is a family. Yeah. Wherever you come in, whether you come in as a, as a coach, um, whether you come in as a parent, a teacher, um, or, or a kid that joins us for a session, and it doesn't matter how long, you're with us. You can be with us for for ten minutes of a session. You're doing a trial. You're part of that team spirit family now, and we care about you. And if we see you on the street, we'll remember your name. We'll remember something about you. We'll talk to you and see how you're getting on. And it's the same for our coaches as well. Is the coaches come in and they leave and they part ways. They're still part of the team spirit family. We still care about them. Um, and it's it, the more people we get involved with that that community, that family. The, the better rule for it. 100%, man. And I think the biggest takeaway is um, it's not that you go into primary schools predominantly and teach sport, right? It's not that it's a sport-orientated business. It's that 
you're teaching growth minded things mm. to kids, to people. Let's be honest. They're just young people. You know, adults are just bigger kids. Let's be honest. We're yeah. still all just trying <laughs> to figure this out anyway. Um, that's and that's it. It's growth minded, you know, and learning and evolving and adapting and, and people first people orientated. Mm. I think that's the biggest takeaway. I know, I know there's a bit of pushback or can be a bit of pushback towards the fitness industry because people like fitness isn't my thing, man. I don't really care. It's like, that's phenomenal. Great. Start a book club, start a poetry club and bring in only youth males who have got a slap on the wrist from the Rosas. I was like, but they're not going to be interested. I was like, I know I published three books, get them in there. You know, like what is, what is rap and hip hop? It's poetry to music. You want to try and relate to them. You guys relate through sport, fantastic. Other avenues can take the lessons that you're trailblazing and be able to adapt it to a different medium. We're going to do poetry. We're going to do music. We're going to do painting. It's something else, right? It's gardening. We're going to do make an allotment at school or go to the local park and make something, whatever, right? Engineering, woodwork. There's ways we can teach these kids rather than just sit down be quiet, copy from the board, you know, and if you don't get a C, I'm going to throw a whiteboard marker at you. Like it, yeah. it, it doesn't make sense. You know, it's like you can adapt this. It's all just growth minded, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to do some exercise. Okay. We're, we're bound to our body, but you don't, you can do whatever exercise you want. We can, we can take those lessons, man. And that's why I love it when you branch off into, into the Lego club, into, into different stuff, man. I think it's, I think it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. And like, it's just like we said, I think Daz has said it as well. They're just all tools. All these things are tools to be able to, to, to relate to people. Like you're saying, it's the sport is great one. And it's back to the classroom. There's many ways, as many ways of teaching and we go into schools for like maths week and we'll do a session. And so it's, it's sport, it's getting them active, but how can we involve maths within it? And we can do English lessons, but we can still be active within that. And for us, we go in and we work with teachers and do some CPD with them and go, look, it doesn't all have to be classroom-based. You don't have to sit down all the time to get this. Go out, get some fresh air, get moving and get... And it, it's been proven through research. The more we move, the more sort of, uh, connections we make in the brain and actually we learn more and that it comes back to as well is is fun engagement if people like what they're doing they're more likely to take on board and learn so if they're sat there and they're bored and they're disengaged well actually it needs to be a teacher's responsibility to go right how are we going to get some fun back into the classroom how are we going to do that um and the schools that we work in now the teachers they're getting better. They're, they're, they're really good. They spend a lot of time sort of planning and researching and they've got the growth mindsets now, growth mindsets themselves now. And they, they look for different options and different avenues to teach that, which is, it's really exciting. Really exciting. Yeah, it is, man. I've seen the interaction with, um, uh, I think there was, they're going to two skills or one school. I can't really, no, two skills. I've seen the interaction with the, the teachers and the, and the coaches. Super cool, man. Super mm. cool. Uh, they, ultimately, they got the kids first. You know, that's what the uh, yeah. 
that's what's in the front of ball for the minds. Let's help these kids in any way. What do we need? Dazza, what do we need? Okay, Miss, what do we need? Cool. Let's adapt from there and move around. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. No, it's so cool. Yeah, we love what we do. Dude, I got three quick fire questions. Go for it. What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received? Uh, funnily enough, it was uh, it was quite recent. It was from from the man Dazza, um, and it was uh, it's important to look after yourself before you look after other people. So, when you're on a plane and uh, it's going down, whose life mask do you put on first? Do you put on your kids or do you put on yourself? And it's important that you put yourself on before for the kids, so you can look after more people that way. Mm. Definitely something I had to learn and relearn and re-relearn over and over again, you know. <laughs> but um, as coaches, we tend to put ourselves last. And yep. in that 60 minutes of or 30 minutes, 45 minutes that we're coaching, you are last. But outside of that, you have to be first because your job is to put yourself last, if that makes sense. But Yeah, you can, you can do a much better job once you've looked after yourself. 110%. Question two, what is the worst piece of life advice you ever received? Uh, probably that uh, probably that you've got to just you've got to graft and graft and graft I think like hard work is important but I think there's a I think there's a balance to life and it, that, that, that's really important um, mm. yeah so I've got a great family and I and I've got a great job and I'm lucky with that and uh, yeah, it's important to have a balance between the two. Mm. Yeah, agreed. All right, last question. What are the three words you tell your younger self? Enjoy it all. Ooh. Just uh, the, the tough times, the good times. Enjoy it, embrace it. Um, and yeah. You'll never be the tough times. You you won't be there for long. You'll find yeah. a way out um, and enjoy it and, and learn from it. Mm. That's really, really profound, man. I like. Uh, I think about these these answers for weeks upon end. Like everybody's, <laughs> I'm like, oof, yeah, I like that. Like, where was that from, and how can I apply it, and what can I learn from it, and. Yeah, that one's kicked me in the stomach. I like that a lot. Enjoy it all. I'm good. I'm glad you did. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy it all. Dude, this has been a pleasure, man. You're uh, welcome back anytime. Oh, I appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's uh, nice talking. It's nice talking shop, you know. Yeah. Like um, coaching sure. is one, one fascinating profession. And the people within it, I think, are fascinating creatures, man. Like really are cool human beings oh obviously you've got some pain in the pain in the ass but you got that in every industry <laughs> but they're being people centered it's 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 one hell of a way to pay your bills so dude yeah, thank yeah. you so much thank you for doing what you're doing and uh thank you for your time no worries thank you mate i really appreciate it Man, we'll, do it. we'll do it again sometime enjoy your friday yeah, night sure thank you very much mate Peace, bro. bye everybody